It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I would like to thank each one of our listeners who have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on their podcast. I am just so very grateful for each one of you. And you are all in for a very special interview today because I am just overly excited to have with me a diva, Nancy Gearson. And she is going to speak about sacredness of caretaking for one's animal relatives. Oh, my. And you know me. I'm all about my animals. So this is going to be fantastic. So, Nancy, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? I would be thrilled, and I, uh, I'm so excited. I'm really, really excited. So I'm Nancy Lee Gerson, and I uh, wrote a book recently. Uh, it has to do with horses, and we're going to be talking about that. And uh, it's a different kind of um, book uh, about horses. It's not primarily about all the wild riding riding activities that lots of women are having with their horses. Mine has a lot more to do with the sacredness right on the ground with one's horses um, and other animal relatives. So my lovely book is called The Horse Who Changed My Life, My Serendipitous Journey Through Equus. And um, I guess I'll mention the website. It's real simple. It's just my name, nancyleegerson.com. And, uh, yeah, I love talking about the sacredness, the serendipities, the synchronicities, about how I came to a life with horses, all those S's, right? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, Nancy. Oh, that is just beautiful. I love the name of the book, The Horse Who Changed My Life. Oh, my. I I can totally relate to that. And I there's been so many. I mean, each one brings such a special uniqueness to your life. And just it's just magic. Horses are just majestical oh, is how I put in, it. Indeed. And I was pretty amazed, you know, from a marketing point of view, I was pretty amazed that the title had not been taken. I have to tell you that for three of the first four years writing the book, um, three years writing and then um, another several months with editing, uh, for those first three years, I was committed to the subtitle, My Serendipitous Journey Through Equus, being the title. And then uh, a couple of people made some very brilliant suggestions, and I thought, yeah, you know, it's a bit esoteric, which will appeal to those to whom that resonates, but maybe I need something that will grab uh, lots more people's attention. Um, And I had the horse who changed my life was just right there in my heart, and I was amazed that it wasn't already out there. Um, You can use the title that's been out there so that I could have, but I was just amazed that the horse who changed my life wasn't um, taken. And then, of course, I kept my serendipitous journey through Equus as a subtitle because that's super important to me. Uh, It was really fairy dust connections, how how I ended up in a life with horses, truly. 
Oh, my goodness. Oh, what a story. Oh, man, that just makes makes me want to read that book so much. I wish I had it in front of me right now because that just sounds oh, so magnificent and so magical. I just love it. And I love the subtitle, too, because that is uh, my serendipitous journey through Equus. Oh, my goodness. That that just intrigues me even more. That is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, um, it's it's a good thing because I think it will inspire people to start noticing the serendipities and synchronicities in their mm-hmm. lives. Because I was not mm-hmm. a forced person per se. So oh, if this can happen to me, uh, goodness, it could happen to lots of folks. They could have a sacred life with um with their own animals, with a new animal, with someone else's animal. Just some um, sometimes. Uh, things come into your world when you start noticing all the magical connections that are going on. For me, it was animals. I suppose it doesn't have to be, but um, like you, Joyce, uh, the animal mm-hmm. kingdom holds a really special draw for me. Oh, I I totally understand. And I listeners have heard me say so many times, the animals are not just in my life. They are my life. And that's yeah. the life I live. They are my family. They are just yeah. a part of me. They, if you say my name, you're saying animal right along with it because that's who I associate <laughs> <Yes>. with. <laughs> Indeed. Well, and I love how you said it, how it touched your heart, and it is just speaking from your heart, and I can tell that because I can feel the energy is just coming from your heart when you're talking about the book, about your journey with the horses, and how you had not been a horse horsewoman or a horse lover before and all at once how this came into your heart and touched your heart oh my and probably i would probably say changed your life forever would that be a true statement (laughs) after this after this lovely interview i will be going out to you know 50 feet away to my horses and making sure they have enough hay taking the goop out of their (laughs) eyes and um, Mm -hmm. just loving Mm -hmm. on them and uh, yeah so it's been over a decade now and um, they're very much a part of my life Um, I don't really know how how to come home and not have some beautiful animal creature waiting to greet me be it cats dogs birds horses Um, they they get into your heart and then you uh, there's just something about coexisting with more than just the human species that really mm-hmm. aligns with my walk on earth. I like living with more than one species for sure. Oh, oh, I hear you completely. We are <laughs> we are totally connected in that because I was just thinking of each morning when I get up, my dogs and I have cats in the house and they're right there to greet me. I walk out the door, my horse is talking to me, the birds are singing and the rest of the outdoor cats are there and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is what life is all about. This, I call it many times, this is heaven on earth. Look at all the beauty around me and yes. I just, I love it. <laughs> yeah, and um, I think what's, um, what's really... Um, kind of grabbed me i'm the author of the book of course but as i mm-hmm. as i was writing it i just kept get, getting struck again and again how i'm a person who has a big analytical western mind side to her i'm also a, an attorney uh hoping to retire okay. in the next couple of months but yes i've, I've got lots of years of practicing that side of the brain and, and analysis mm-hmm. and thinking all of that and at the same time um there were just so many synchronicities and, like I say, serendipitous events that collided and aligned and danced together 
to have me end up um, being with horses and studying telepathic interspecies communication, getting mm-hmm. certified with Reiki to practice on my animals. I got certified as an equine gestalt coach. All of these things that a New York City attorney wouldn't necessarily have been um, making forays into, but, you know, horses can do that. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my goodness. So that was a very true statement. The horse changed your life. Wow. Oh, yeah. And your title. <laughs> Just just perfect because, like you said, those are probably not some things a lot of our listeners would think of about associating (laughs) with a New York attorney. They're going, wow. (laughs) True, true, true. Well, how do you feel like the sacredness? We've kind of touched a little bit, but what are some of the points you feel is the sacredness of having – this to be able to take care of the animal families in your life. Oh goodness, um, I could just talk forever about it. Um, I guess it's fair to say that the word sacred and the word journey, those two words have been in my my heart's vocabulary and in my spoken vocabulary for quite some time now. Um, uh, there's something extremely sacred about this journey with the horses and. The way it seems to me is that when I go out to the barn to either feed them, check on them, take, you know, particles off the stock tank water surface, remove something from uh, their eye, anything, Mm -hmm. I'm always Mm -hmm. struck again and again and again. I'm always struck by how I'm exactly where I need to be. Everything else falls away. And I'm not talking about like this major conversation with one of my horses those can happen and those are phenomenal but i'm not even talking about that i could be scooping poop often i'm scooping poop and the peace Mm -hmm. that comes from knowing that i'm doing exactly what needs to be done for my animal relatives i i just i don't know where else i would get peace that feels that deep and um solid i don't worry about um, a case that's going on. I don't worry about a family member who's ill. I don't worry about a bill to be paid. I, I don't even get excited about some party that I might be going to. Mind you, I can't believe I said that. I really don't even go to many parties. But <laughs> I just meant to say that anything that could be on my mind for better or for worse is kind of where I'm going. Mm-hmm. None of that's mm-hmm. happening when I'm scooping the poop or uh, taking out the flakes of hay uh, to put in their hay nets or just listening to them munching, the sound of a horse munching. I, I know you know this, Joyce. The sound of a horse mm-hmm. munching hay is just so glorious. Like what What else would you want to be listening to? Where else would you rather, you know? Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, oh you, you do know. my heart. I, t- I just can feel it because I, I feel the same thing. The peace is it's yeah. just incredible, and it doesn't matter what you're doing with them. And sometimes right. just being around them in the silence is some of the most beautiful, beautiful moments because they have taught me so to live in that moment and to love that moment. And everything else just kind of drops away, like you said. You're not thinking of that to-do list that us humans think are so important, and you get out with them, and it's like, oh, my goodness, this is what life exactly. is all about. And, you know, there's another part of the sacredness. Um, It just occurs to me that it's going to uh, kind of tie right in. Um, There is a passage in the book, 
Um, and um, <laughs> I think it's kind of unusual. I wrote it up, and my editor luckily knew about um, she primarily edits for women and women involved in spiritual journeys, and she knows some things about horses. So some of these spiritual passages in the book she really got. Um, this one probably stretched her a little, but I felt it needed to be in there. I have this um, bedtime prayer ceremony with the horses um, every night. And um, while I'm not even as regular with my transcendental meditation or diets or anything else, I never miss the prayer, almost never miss prayer ceremony. You know, in 11 years, I think I, I probably could count the times on a hand when we didn't have it. And it's very sacred. We huddle together. The horses, they know the treats are coming at the end, but I maintain that they also love the ceremony itself. They stand there, their heads close to me, and I, I put in the book the actual prayers. Um, there's one in English, one in Sanskrit, and one in Japanese, and I have hand gestures that go along with it. And I actually found a way to put into the chapter of the book like what my hands and arms are doing while I'm sounding the prayers um, I considered, well, should that be in there? And I thought, dang, yes, that, that's in there. It's very special to me. It's the most sacred part of my day is where I would round out this long statement. It's the most sacred part of my day, um, those, those prayers. Uh, yeah. Oh, Nancy. Oh, that that is just beautiful. I just imagined that in my mind. I could just see you see you doing that and the horses just, they're enjoying it as much as you do because the horses to me, they love being with us and they just and just spending time like that and what a way mm-hmm. to end the day i know my thing is i i tell them i give them heart hugs and i just put my arms yeah. around them and we just hug and i mean it's a lot of times they'll put their neck turn their head and put their neck around me and it's just oh, like they're hugging wow. me back and i'm like oh it just it gives me the chills cuz it's just such a special time that we share and I have to do that with all three of them every night I mean I'm like I got to give you your night good night hugs and tell you to have a good night and yeah (laughs) so it's so awesome to hear someone else that is doing that with their horses at night because it just reminded me of what what I do I just do it in a little different way we just each have our own special way that we relate with them oh that is that is just beautiful. Oh, my goodness. And, and I can't know, wait um, to read the prayer. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that um, um, I probably thought that I had already um, put one uh, in the mail to you, Joyce. I can, you know, that life, uh, life is not the retirement from the law practice quite yet, and things get a little busy. <laughs> so I want to say that I completely thought that I had already posted one out to you. That will be done because you are somebody who has to read this. You have to read this book for sure. Definitely. Oh, Nancy. Thank you so much. You just made my day. I'm excited. That is just awesome. Oh, yeah. oh wow. We will have this. We will have that done. And, you know, it's, it, I was going to say that um, the other thing that I've noticed, and, it, it, you know, sometimes it can take a while living with the horses as a complete newbie. I mean, I had just mm-hmm. had nose to tail nose-to-tail trail rides a few different times. I was really not the 10-year-old girl who climbed the top of a fence and just 
jumped on a bareback horse and just sort of galloped and then came home for lunch yeah. a few hours later. I was not that child. So to be down a dirt road in Colorado with, you know, three horses, two huge dogs and a couple of cats by myself, it was um, uh, the first few years, you know, you're just um, you're spending time you know, the worrying and wanting to get things right and, you know, first do no harm, mm-hmm. the Hippocratic mm-hmm. Oath thing. And then you come to realize years later, when I go out to the barn now, I'm having conversations with them and they're like casual, like I'm just talking to them because they're my, they're uh-huh. truly my relatives. And I may worry about this or that that's going on with one of them, but primarily I, I'm just so at ease, just talking with them mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. mean just the the extraordinary telepathic communications that can happen mm-hmm. those are those can happen but I'm not necessarily the master at it I have my I have my moments and um, there is some mm-hmm. of that but I just mean the everyday you just scoop and poop and you just say you know okay come on move back now no you'll get treats later come on move back and mm-hmm. maybe you poke mm-hmm. your finger a little in their chest come on come on jerky just move back you'll have it later and then you go back to your poop and you just kind of just it's all very the 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 practical and the everydayness and the sacredness it's all in there together i hope that yeah. makes sense it's just all in there together oh nancy it makes total sense cuz i do the Good. same thing you would think I was I it just reminds me of a short little story I had a friend one oh, of my well, I call her my adopted daughter and she brought her grandmother over she wanted to ride with us one day and her grandma looked at her and said who is Joyce talking to and <laughs> my adopted daughter goes well she's talking to her horses she always talks to her animals she kind of looked at her like oh okay <laughs> I love it so yeah, no, I, I just carry it. on a conversation with him, but I'm just like you. Oh, I'm telling him what I'm doing. I'm going to go get your feed now. I'll be right, right back. Right. I'm going to get your hay. Right. And yeah, <laughs> I I hear you completely because I'm going. Oh my, I do the same thing, and I do it. I don't even notice it. It's just it's just me yeah. and my horses. So it was just very comical when the lady said, "Well, who is she talking <laughs> to?" <laughs> That's very oh, funny, nice. and I definitely, definitely relate to it. Yes, yes, and I'm like you too. I mean, I'm communicating with them when they're speaking to me, but I'm I'm a newer newer at that, and so yeah, just everyday conversation with them. And I do it with my dogs, my cats. I do it with all my animals. Yeah. I even talk to my cows, and so yeah, it's it is it is just awesome. I I know there's a little saying that says some of the best conversations never a word is said or something to that or it's in oh silence. Oh my gosh, and, I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, I'm uh, working on another book and it's going to be um, fiction this time. Um, and I'm having a blast realizing that I can actually write some dialogue. You know, when you're writing a memoir like The Horse Who Changed My Life, um, mm-hmm. it's not primarily dialogue there's some dialogue in there but you know nothing like a fiction and so I'm having fun writing the fiction and what you said just reminded me that um, it's going to have elements of um, animal communication and telepathy in it you know there's going to be a character who's a young girl who's going to grow into a young woman who has the capacity to deeply communicate with animals and I'm 
it's all about, you know, that silent voices can sometimes speak loud mm-hmm. and clear. Mm-hmm. So what you just oh, said just yeah. you know, puts me in mind of that. This is the first time I'm sounding it out loud that uh, the second uh-huh. book is mm-hmm. uh, on the way. <laughs> Be a while. Oh, oh, how exciting. That is just awesome. <laughs> oh, Nancy, I'm I'm excited for that one, too. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this is this. I believe we could talk for hours about all the sacredness oh, of caretaking for our animal family because it is just I always feel it's an honor to be able to yes. take care of them because they are in my life and they have made my life so, so much different than or so complete. But yet I, I'm like, I can't even imagine life without them, but I have always had horses in my life. So for uh-huh. me to think about living life without a horse, I'm like, uh, no, that, that can't exist. <laughs> Yeah, I, just in general, um, I don't think I don't think that you know. Uh, however, you see how the world came to be, whatever your spiritual inclinations uh-huh. and beliefs and faiths are, it seems left brain, right brain, reasonable from the heart. Any which way you look at it, it seems more likely that we're all meant to be living together. Uh, I know there's yes. prey, there's creditors, and just putting all the the isms and categories aside, it seems more natural to me that human beings wouldn't live exclusively their entire 80 or 90 years just with humans. Uh, the yes. world has plants and trees and mm-hmm. and dogs, mm-hmm. deer, bear. There's any number. It's you know it's just it just makes more sense to me that we would be um, aligning ourselves with more than just the human essence. Oh, yes. Oh, I totally agree. Because I always say we all live under the same sky. We all Uh breathe the same air. We're all in this universe together. And I love just living in harmony with everything. I mean, even, even the nature, the trees and the grasses and the beauty of all of that and the birds, I mean, I'm we're in getting into winter here and I'm in Kansas and we uh, still have some robins around and I'm like oh my goodness well, I usually don't see robins come winter time but they're drinking out of the dog's water bowls outside and I'm like <laughs> oh this is just beautiful and yeah. I'm like we're all together in this and I just we can to me we can all live in harmony and offer so much to each other if we just take the time and enjoy what's all around us. And I think that um, I think that women are in large part leading the way. Um, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. Ha- am married. I'm married to a man. I uh, have plenty of men who have been in my life, uh, either in person or um, through books and videos. And um, I dare say there's some extremely well-meaning uh, men. Uh, in the world, walking the wa- walking the red road today. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I do feel that women are um, largely at the vanguard of understanding these things we're talking about: unity, um, not competition, um, helping yeah. all of us. There's room at the top for lots and lots and lots and lots of people, lots of success. There's plenty of room, 
the um, the equine gestalt program from which I graduated. It was a two-year program out in Colorado. It is mm-hmm. probably, oh man, probably 98% female. There are some men in the group. Um, at the same time, it's just so obvious that women have been really at the um, at the front lines of um, healing through horses and healing through mm-hmm. animals and dolphins and whales. There's this woman, Ann Gordon, who's doing amazing things with whales and dolphins. And I really, um, I just really want to give a shout out to just all the women in the world who are looking to empower uh, girls, women, obviously boys and men. Everybody can get in the lifeboat together. Um, but this is my shout out to women who are really seeing the need for empowering um, the female presence on earth because that that's really needed. The caretaking, the nurturing, goodness knows we need it big time. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, how beautifully said. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. That is just, that is just beautiful. Oh. Yes. And the women, and I mean, there's a lot of spirituality that I think, and I know men look into it too, but I feel sometimes that women, women connect a little more to the spirituality mm-hmm. part of a lot of mm-hmm. with the animals, nature, with however yep. you want to say it. I just feel we, a lot of women can connect to the spirituality part of the universe, and it, yeah, it is Amen. very special. <laughs> Amen. So, Oh, well, Nancy, this interview has gone so quickly, and I knew it would because I was so excited. <laughs> Me too. I knew it would. <laughs> what is a final tip that you would like to leave with our listeners today as we get ready to close this interview? Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I want to leave with, with everyone, and I always a reminder to myself as well that while it's wonderful to have spiritual leaders to whom we uh, look up, um, gurus and swamis and priests mm-hmm. and rabbis, um, all kinds of wonderful people who are uh, paving the way, human consciousness leaders, thought leaders, and at the same time, we need to respect and honor and connect with the uh, deep wisdom that's within each one of us, um, then you start noticing the serendipities and the synchronicities, the connections that are just presenting themselves in in our lives all the time. Um, We need to be able to honor within as well as all the other sources that are out there. This information age we live in provides a plethora of experts, um, some uh, truer than others, but uh, there's just a plethora mm-hmm. on the information highway, and and yet the road within that's the that's the one we need to be traveling on. That ancient wisdom that's within each of us. Um, that's what I think my book, by the way, I will say, um, will inspire people to to do. That's my fondest hope for the book. Oh, Nancy. Oh, that was just beautiful. I Oh, I just love the road within and the ancient wisdom. Oh, my goodness. That touched just my heart out. again. <laughs> that was beautiful, beautiful. Well, Nancy, I want to ask you, so our listeners are hearing it too, I would love to have you back on my Robust Lifestyle show after the oh, new please. year. Oh, please. Oh, oh it would be awesome. Oh, 
Oh, and I would be honored to have you back. And listeners, you heard, she's going to be back. <laughs> Great. So Nancy, thank you. You are so welcome. I want to thank you so much for being my guest. This was just incredible. I loved every moment of it. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, thank you, Joyce. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Three times magic number. Oh, yes, it is. You're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Namaste. How beautiful. Well, I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this absolutely incredible interview with our amazing diva, Nancy Lee Gerson. And please, please share this show with all your family and friends. And Nancy will be back in the new year. And be sure to check out all the hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Remember, have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. And go within your side, go within side yourself and look at that ancient wisdom that is in your heart and remember to follow that. Give your animals that great big extra hug that they deserve and share all your love with them until we connect again on robust lifestyles. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.